0: Well, that was not the way we wanted to finish the year. Swans eliminated by the Giants and only kicked 2 goals for the day up until the last 10 minutes wasn't what we'd hoped for and it leaves a salty taste in the mouth heading into the off season, but many obstacles were faced in 2018 and to make the finals with a young list and injuries to key players has to be applauded. This is True Bloods, the number 1 Sydney Swans fan podcast and today on the show we'll be discussing the elimination final loss to GWS, the announcement of Dan Hannaby's trade request among other swirling rumors of player movement. Uh, and of course, everything else, Sydney Swans as well. My name is Tom Flanagan, and I'm joined tonight in the Podular Media Studio, as always, by Ben, Andrew, and Dave Baxter, and back from his international venture, the one and only Madison Clark. Welcome back, mate.
1: Mate, I wish it was under happier circumstances, but I'm, I'm rested and ready to dissect that train wreck.
0: New York, Mexico, treated you well?
1: Yes, very well. You can say I've got a slight shade of color in my face. I wouldn't, I wouldn't life. have said so. Yeah, well, there, <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's all, it's all relative, isn't it, Benny? Um, but happy to be back, and uh, thank you very much, Deebs. Uh, I hear that's what you like to be called. Uh,
2: thanks, Mads, mate. Uh, just warming your seat, mate. But yes. uh, pleasure to be back in the studio with the boys. Uh, First cool. time
1: we've
3: had four in the studio. What a, di- what a dynamic.
2: Oh, I
1: love boys. it. And, and a great. whole
3: new dimension. This is fantastic. Uncharted territory. Fair Ooh, bit to work yes. with here, boys. Absolutely. There's a bit happening. bit
0: happening. Bit happening. A fair bit to go into tonight, fellas. It was hard to watch on Saturday, but... If we look towards the big picture, it was a pretty mighty effort by the players that were out there to get us as far as we did.
3: Yeah, and I I think this is a great way to start off the pod as well. I, just, I think that when you put everything in perspective, realistically, we had guys like Harry Marsh, Robbie Fox, Dan Robinson, all sort of float amongst a whole host of other players floating through the senior list this year. Yeah. Guys who have a combined experience of less than 100 games. Like we have got some seriously young players out on the, on the park, and I don't think that anyone could give them a knock for the, for the work that they've put in. Um, I'm immensely proud and of what they've done. You can put any sort of criticism about how our year's
1: gone. Uh, it, it takes a backseat to the fact that we have always been so phenomenal... A blooding younger talent. Even when we've been successful, no matter what the circumstance, um, our season has been in, we've we've always maintained um, bringing those players into the side and and giving them game time, um, which yeah, well, is what's imperative. We've
2: done it again this year, Mads. Um... Will Haywood, he's taken it to another level. O'Flo's been fantastic. Their first half of the season was unbelievable. Really put the team on their shoulders, really, while the senior players were down. Yep. Ronks. Um, Ronks very, faded out a little bit late. Um, I was sort of a bit disappointed with his back end, um, but he, what he showed and the glimpses, he's definitely going to be a player. Um, the but- forward
1: 50 pressure from Ronks f- for mine, Ben is something to Jeez, I've missed you. <laughs>
0: well, that's, well, that that you just touch on, that's a real strength of us go, going forward. You look at Hayward, Ronks and Papley and you can throw in Flo or Hewitt, or Hewitt and Heaney at, on occasions in that forward half. That forward pressure and, and the dynamic small forwards that we do have down there is going to be one It'll of our work. real strengths in work. the future.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, well, once we sort of work out that forward entry type thing, um, find another target, we, whether Sam Reid comes back, um, really get that dynamic going forward um, correct. I think we've got options now. We've showed that different things can work, um, and it's just a matter of sort of getting everything right now. Um, obviously, we're going to have some talent coming in um, with the draft, um, with the young Blakey. Draft. Blakey coming in as well, whether he plays next year. Um, there's, it's We're still in the window. We're definitely still in the window. Disappointing way to go out. Um, but Shocking way to go out. Yeah. <laughs> Which we, I'm sure we'll, we'll get touch to. on. We'll, we'll, get, we'll to, get to. We'll um, get to. But yeah, yeah so the way, I ke- the way I keep thinking about it is if we beat Hawthorne, we make the top four. If that's we, beat, how, that's if how, we beat Gold Coast. Yeah. Yep. That's how close we were. Um, so it just shows we're, we're not that far away. The comp's very even. Um, and if we can just get the, the little things right, um, get our team balance right, um, I think we can be a real threat next year.
3: I think you've got to throw a bit of credit as well to a guy like Jad McVeigh. Hey, yep. And that's the old, the farewell tour. I mean, that bloke has been unreal. For what was meant to be his last season, and he's just gone and put it to the club. Why Why would you ever let a guy like that go? And breaks a collarbone and comes back in what? A couple weeks, of weeks, was
1: yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, at, at his age, when it is meant to be the twilight of his career, that is a. Phenomenal effort, yeah, and
0: Huge. it's not just Macca as well. That no, that Reg, that senior core, yeah, Reg, uh, Ramps, uh, Chief, Big Sinkers, mighty effort this year. Uh, Bud, Parks, Kennedy. I, th- I think with Bud and Kennedy and Parker, they were all probably a little bit down. We expect a lot of them, but they were a little bit down on previous That's years' performance. How at but such a the, high level, but the, exactly. But the effort that they put in was second to none this year. It's outstanding. Um, their application to the task and the balance of that. Um, resolve and leadership of our seniors and then that determination and growth that we've seen in our youth. Um, when undermanned, losing key players at the start of the year, losing Mills, who's just absolutely vital, losing Naismith, who was our number one ruck uh, prior to the season starting, um, vital players, losing Sam Reid, who's, who's structurally these are all key so important, players. really important that, players. I
2: think that's a big thing with us being – we're down in Melbourne – we get the media down here. That's not talking about with the Sydney Swans. You hear about yeah, your Collingwood they're struggling up back, all this type of thing. We've lost out probably our best half back with in Mills, and our number one ruckman goes down pretty much at, at the start of the season. Um, it, they're massive losses, and we've covered that pretty well. And as I said, to be one game off a of top four, um, with key personnel missing like that, um, just shows what a good effort there yeah. was this year.
1: Yeah, that's. Exactly right, and you, you mentioned Naismith. Now, Tommy, I was going to leave it to you, but the shining light for me was the Chieftain.
3: Yeah, he, well, is your story of the year, that's
1: Without a shadow of a doubt. that he Love it. He has come of age. He's, he's a late bloomer, Cal, but he has just been... A revelation, hasn't he, Dave?
2: He's just stepped up to the plate, Mads. There's a... Uh, you can't put it any other way. He's, uh, there was an opportunity for him in the number one ruck role, and he took it with both hands, yep. took the game on, and was sensational all year.
0: It was heroic. Never had a rest. Never. And and his performance never... Didn't need one. Never dipped. Just kept going. His performance never dipped right for the last, last game as well. I thought, I thought he battled pretty manfully on Saturday without um, being you know over overly um outstanding he he battled pretty massively saturday and and in in the games where he's been the best ruckman on the ground he's been one of our best players in the games where he's been beaten he's still given it a crack and he's still worked really hard and i think you look at he's um sort of epitomizes uh the example that our senior players have set this year and the protection that they've given to what has been otherwise a really young team. Like you look at Tommy McCartan, how many games he's played this year. 15, We're,
1: and that's 15 more than he otherwise ideally
0: play. Ideally, at the start of the year, you want Reid there, or yeah. Sinclair there if if uh, Naismith's available as well. So you're you, you, um, really hamstrung from ball one, mm. um, and to, to make finals, as we've touched on a couple of times, is outstanding.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you used a word like heroic, Tommy, because that's exactly what he's been. The chief. He's just been unbelievable for us. And you, you touch on things like his work rate. I, I couldn't agree more. I just don't think he was ever out of any contest at any point. He just, even when he was down, he would just find a way to slug it to the next contest, to the next stoppage, try and give us first use. And then at the end of the day, he's still going forward and he's hitting the scoreboard. And as you boys, uh, as you boys know, and the True Bloods fans will, uh, have found well documented. There's nothing I love more than a bit of scoreboard impact. <laughs> it's what uh, it's what wins footy games. i have go
0: and think of one game where he's probably clearly beaten. That's the Brisbane game. Steph Martin um, yep. got him up in Brisbane, but that that's it. That's it. Every pretty much every other game is either broken, broken, broken even, yeah. or or won the ruck battle, and that's outstanding. And I reckon he would have probably been. Behind Gorn and Grundy, probably third in line, maybe behind Steph Martin, fourth in line for All Australian selection.
3: I'm looking forward to uh, a bit of a season review, maybe next week, Tommy. And we we assess Cal's role for uh, for 2019. Yeah, well, we know what
0: I'm going to say. <laughs> we'll <Where> prefer <laughs> yeah. him, but, um... give him the armband, you reckon, Tommy? Give <laughs> <laughs> <In> him the sniffer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it's going to be uh a, it's a, it's going to be a fantastic couple of years with Cal. Can we Absolutely. just rewind
1: to Tom McCartan? Yeah. As we said, he probably expected a couple of games this year. Maybe. Maybe if that he's played 15 games and he's been he's been it's played a his terrific role, it's a role. it's a
2: massive role in a football team is that second key forward. Um Huge. It's it's massive. The it's it's any any key especially position, when you got
3: Buddy Franklin role, Any key position role, mm. babes.
2: And oh, he's just been mate, the way you contest, and that's all you ask for from your your second hit. For, half the contest. Half the contest. Bring it to ground so that the smaller guys can can go to work. And he he did that consistently all year. Had a bad one on the weekend, as um, a few others did as well. But um, Tommy's been huge this year.
3: Yeah, massive. Absolutely massive. And you know what? The way that I look at it, I reckon, uh, being being that he comes from a uh, a footballing family, <laughs> I'm sure that his family would have been shooting into his first couple of appearances. I can Spuddy's probably turned the telly <laughs> off after uh, after his third kick <laughs> because he absolutely just put Paddy to the sword this year. He's more athletic. He's more effective in front of goal.
1: You know, Benny. There's rumours that are swirling.
0: Yeah, what are you What are you going to do, Benny? Yeah, if what, if, if what he ends up, if oh mate, Patty ends up with us.
3: Well, I mean, that just depends on how much we want to, play him to pay him to play in the twos. Six bucks and a, oh, a packet oh, of chips. Um, Benny. You, you know I'd what want that, I would want that. I would absolutely want that contract to be uh, heavily weighted yep. on match bonus. Yeah. <laughs> on
2: match uh, bonuses. Definitely. But the the players we bring up, it's always for a reason and we turn them into good players. doesn't matter who it is, Benny. So you, you got to have a bit of faith in the old <laughs> list management. I'll oh, no, know? no, no, no. This Whack. is not about faith in Whack. list management. This is about... Spuddy, <laughs> being a spud. Oh, you you know, get a pre-season into him, trim down. He'll go all right. Probably. Well, I mean, look, Mitch Morton won a
3: uh, Premiership <laughs> day, <Damian>, so uh, <laughs> I guess anything, I guess anything can happen.
2: Good story on Snaps oh. Morton uh, oh. when we uh, touch on it, a time down down the path as well. Very That's good. Right.
1: Maybe in the bumper next Ooh, week. We in, in the bumper, the bumper season <laughs> review. Matt, <laughs> we don't mind a bumper Benny.
0: So, there, there is the uh, elephant in the room that we haven't addressed yet, and that was the GWS Giants loss that we had on Saturday afternoon. Uh, none of us are all too happy with the performance that we, well, we put out there. Two goals it was until the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter. And worst performance of the year. It's starting to become a trend that our worst performance of the year is in our last game of the year. I'm not liking that at all. I'll tell you what. I'll
1: give you... Set the scene for you. It was about 3 a.m. I was in Mazunte, in Mexico. I was in a treehouse Airbnb that we'd gotten, and Excellent. I didn't realise. Very very it trendy very, of you, very, no, it's well, very trendy. I thought so, too, until I realised that all the mosquito nets had gaping holes in them, and I was feverishly itching. <laughs> Jeez, I'd hate to say that. I'd uh, hate to say that review. Well, 100%. And I woke up at about 3 a.m., and I knew they were on. And obviously the Wi-Fi in Mexico is at about 1995 dial-up speed, Debs. Not <laughs> going to be able to uh, view that game. But I kept refreshing the AFL app. And I uh, was just looking for the worm to just tip our way, Debs. And, and it, it just, never uh, did.
2: Didn't come, did it, Mads? Um, yeah, you you, oh, you watched it. I'm sure you've probably did. got a bit more to say about it than I do. I did. did. Um, All I can say is very. I'm feeling very, very flat with the performance. Um, To sort of be up and about like like we were after after what we showed in the Hawthorne game, no Parker, no Buddy, and we lose by nine points, a couple of kicks, arguably. We lose in the last two minutes. Yeah, could have won the game very easily. So you're very optimistic. To not show up like that, um, get beaten in the midfield, contested ball, um, it's oh, these it, are, these are
1: hallmarks of what we've. It was it was the
0: crescendo right. of all of the negative yeah. sentiments that we've spoken about throughout yeah. the year, and any losses that we've had, any anything that we've had that's been a frustration to us throughout the year, it all came to a fore on Saturday. Yeah, yeah it definitely
2: yeah. did, Tommy. Um, it's something I think we need to look at is our midfield setup. We got beaten in clearances a lot this year. Yeah, we've got some workhorses in there. Got your Parkers, they're going to win their ball. You got your Kennedys, they're going to win your ball. Um, but too consistently, we'll get him beaten in there. Um, and they were dominant GWS in there. Um, Whitfield got off the leash, meters gained off half back, couldn't go with him. Um, and they, Toby Green, tore us up. Hasn't played for a few weeks. He was dominant. Yeah, it's questionable what he does with his uh, protecting the area with his foot. But I reckon um, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a talking point. Yeah. Definitely a talking point. But um, to have 26, kick three goals and look as dangerous as he did, we just didn't have that player. And Nick Smith would have gone really well can on the I, weekend. Can um, I
1: pose a question to you? Lockie Whitfield was nullified in the two home and away games we won against them by uh, our man George. George. He got 29, I think I read. Definitely. Did they just... There was obviously no tag on it.
2: Oh, he the, moved. The, up, he
3: moved up onto a wing, right?
2: And I, I think the GWS really blocked really well for him. It's not like we would have just let him run free, but it's just that sort of the chain handball over the top, over the top. Whitfield was on the end of it, dashing yeah. through the middle. He's a smart footballer. He's in the right spots, and um. It, He cut us up.
0: Smart is a good word there. smarts and class. uh, It was a massive separation between the Giants and us on the weekend. It was so evident.
3: Yeah. I'm going to backtrack to something that you said before, Debs, in that we didn't show up. And, Tommy, to steal a line from your book, time and time again, we have watched an alarming trend start to occur. This is, unfortunately to me, yet another... Finals performance where we've only had a handful of contributors. And I would go so far as to say that it was the worst performance we put up all year Yep. ahead of the Gold Coast game, for yep. sure, based on the fact that Trey we had... Gold Coast game. we Realistically, we only had eight shots at goal. We put on two junk time goals.
0: Yeah, had two goals until the last 10 minutes. And last 10 minutes. That, it is, was, it, that like, is
3: not acceptable
1: in any way, it's shape
0: deplorable man it's yeah. deplorable and i think in a sense it's similar to last year where we you know it's a as we spoke about before it's a bit of a, a bunch of battered senior players that are coming into a final series and a bunch of kids who probably aren't ready to um, own the side if the senior players aren't ready to go and similar to last year we just run out of petrol tickets we put in a Big effort to beat Collingwood, beat Melbourne, beat GWS, be really competitive against Hawthorne, and then maybe the mental letdown of not making top four, not getting that double chance um, subconsciously has just put the season to bed before that game even started yeah, on the g- weekend.
2: agree with that, Tommy. Um, I too. Uh, I think a big worrying thing, we're, along with the midfield, um, the way we struggled to hit the scoreboard, I would nearly say the back half of the year, um. Yeah, we strung those few good wins together, but it's not like we blew teams away. We just sort of none f- of them were convincing. Uh, Convincing—that's well, the word. Man. One definitely... really
0: convincing win all year, and the only reason for it was Alex Johnson. That's the Melbourne game.
2: That's it. But even yep. e- even in that game, Tommy Melbourne came back at us, and so we're lucky yep. to hold on. Yep. Um. I'm worried about we're conceding a lot of inside fifties. Fair enough. That's our game. Our our back six are unbelievable. It
1: shouldn't, um, that can't be our game anymore. It shouldn't not be our game anymore. That's the problem. That's the, the, the heavy reliance,
2: problem. definitely. Um, but we've got to be more efficient going forward. Yep. We cannot be putting up 60, 70, 80 points um, every week and relying on that back six.
0: I was looking at the uh, AFL website today, and there's a show called The Wash-Up, which is done by Damien Barrett, Matthew Lloyd, and Callum Toomey. And they were um, having a chat about the Swans, and they said uh, it was Matthew Lloyd who brought it up The Ollie Florent goal and what horse said uh, in the Western Bulldogs game, what horse said about that post match summarized our year and where we're at and where we're thinking at the moment. Horse is saying that Ollie should have held up the play and, you know, kick sideways or kick backwards and taken time off the clock. Whereas we, we've got those young players forward to centre. We need to take the game on. We need to run and we need to spark a few. Um, impacting moments on the scoreboard. Absolutely. We just didn't do it enough this year. That game in um, against the Hawks, round seven with Ronks, you know, he did it single-handedly. And surely that should have been an indicator yep. that this is the way to go about it for the rest of the year. Um, uh, of course, Ronks can't do it every week, but
2: that, the, the that run, style. That style yeah. The run and gun. It's yep. get it and go. Take but it on. Take it on. Every time. Handballs.
0: Win, lose, or draw. That's yeah. where Collingwood
1: have been so fantastic this year. Pay on at every Where Richmond was so yeah, terrific correct.
0: last year and the Bulldogs were terrific the year before.
1: Did you know we are uh, ranked 17th for scoring shots this year? N- not surprised. Wow, Only three ahead of Carlton. You're yeah, old boys, Tommy.
3: <laughs> don't bring that up again. We would also be. Yeah, Tommy, sorry, mate. You can, you're never going to let that down. Um, we would also be right at the top end of inside 50s. Yeah, conceded. Conceded. Absolutely. And to. Touch on what you said, Dave. I think that is the most uh, alarming stat from this year. I just think it's it is just not a sustainable way to play footy, Matt's, I don't care. I don't
1: care how good your back six is. That it's it's not You're fair. absolutely right, Ben. It's not, it's not fair on them. It's not a sustainable way of to play footy, and it's not going to win you games in any way, shape, or form. And it You're going to just frustrates the yeah. hell
0: out of me seeing Jake it's Lloyd ugly. getting little lamb yeah. balls out the yeah. back all day. Get him up the ground. Yeah. Get him involved. If he's Put him somewhere he can be damaging. Yeah, them. come yeah.
1: on. Get, I want him having inside 50s. I don't want him chipping it over to someone on the wing who bombs it into Buddy on a three-on-one. Chip it out to Newman at that left that, half-back. That's back all that happens.
0: And, then, yeah. and, and that heavy reliance on Bud, that's, a, that's an issue as well. But he's another one that has been... Like, they smashed him on the weekend after Davis beat him in the final. But he has not been fit all year. And he's come out and performed well in a lot of games. And he's earned the All-Australian captaincy. And for him to get smashed the way he did on the weekend, a bloke who's tried his hardest to, to put the team on his side and has more pressure on him than anyone else in the whole competition. No one else would know what it feels like no. to be in Buddy Franklin's shoes running and out of the he's field arguably, every week.
3: arguably more competitive than anyone else in the comp. Yeah. Do you reckon that that anyone is going to put Buddy to the sword the way that Phil
2: Davis did if he's fit? I don't think no, so. No, no. I don't think it. I and don't that's think something so.
0: clearly not fit, and a lot of people oh, didn't identify that's that. That's what
2: I have a real bone to pick with, and this is an absolute... Want to go after Lingy here, Daves? I'm, I'm going after the whole Channel 7 commentary team.
3: Don't tell me you're going after Basil.
2: And Basil. <laughs> Lingy, Basil, I'm coming for you. No, I can't stand it. It was an absolute disgrace how it was not even mentioned once. In that telecast, that Buddy was on one leg and could not move. It was just Phil Davis, he, the Messiah. Was oh, it? Phil Davis is absolutely tearing Buddy. How well is Phil Davis playing? That they're showing that it was there was like a you did a halftime thing one time. Or oh, this is how you play, Buddy. You got to keep him in the v. Phil Davis is the best player ever going round. Yeah, look, kudos to Phil Davis. Played very well on the weekend, but everyone who was watching that game knew Buddy wasn't right. I had mates coming over. They were coming, coming in and saying, "Shit, buddy, what's wrong with buddy? Like, how's he moving?" As I mate, he can't move. Dad texted me. Shouldn't be playing. He can
1: only run in a straight line. Should not be
2: playing. And it was not mentioned once on the telecast. And it just doesn't give the full story. And it's just a disgrace.
3: It's it's pretty disappointing. And I echo your thoughts on Phil Davis in terms of kudos to him. I think he's probably the unluckiest. Oh, yeah, it's not to miss all Australian squad let alone the team I think he's had a, a phenomenal year but they were talking him talking up his performance like there was no tomorrow and the fact was you didn't see buddy do a single u-turn all day mm. you didn't even see him compete at half the contest that he went past if the if the kick wasn't lace out he was done he was out of the contest. And and you look at it from a Sydney supporter's uh, perspective, especially the way that we watch the game, it's easy for us to see because we know what he's like. We watch him every week. We've got the expectation of where he should be. And to see him not able to compete in the way that he always has and the way that he has all year, realistically, whether he's been carrying an injury or not, it, uh, it was pretty devastating to see. So that's, I guess, what it all comes down to, right? Uh, we know...
1: Uh... Better than anyone, that you really can't take underdone players into finals. And well, we learned that the hard way. We learned that the hard way. I don't even um, think
2: it was underdone, Mads. He just wasn't right. He should not have been playing. Yeah, we had to play. Him. That's what there, I mean. There's, there's we we, no didn't, doubt. we yeah. didn't have
0: the
1: flexibility yeah. to it's be half, able to it's play. Half of
0: our else. senior players, yeah. though. Look, Kennedy Parker, Jack Hannabury, they're all bashed up yeah. all year. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It takes it, a toll. Even Sinkers, like we've talked about how heroic he, he has been all year, but he, he couldn't be. Absolutely cherry ripe going no. into that game. He's played every game this year, 120 not. minutes. Yep. But so. anyway, there you go. it's not, not a great way to end the year. But looking forward, where the club is still in a good place. The youngsters on the list are outstanding. You look at a couple of other uh, sides around the competition and they're just nowhere near the young talent that, that we've got coming well, through. Mills comes back next year, which adds to that as well.
3: Let's 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 touch on this for a second. So let's look at our contributors over the course of the year. We've got guys starting in the back line who have helped us out, like Harry Marsh and Robbie Fox. Uh, Colin O'Royden. Colin O'Royden, yep. Jordan Dawson, Alira Lear. We get Melikan back next year. Melican comes... Well, I'll leave Melican out just for the second, not saying he doesn't come back yeah, next year, yeah, but yeah. in terms of the blokes who contributed this year, uh, you look at a kid like Oli Florent, Tom McCartan. Uh, it... Dan Robinson's been floating through. Ronke. Robbo was was good in the final. even I'm going to to include George in this. He's still young. He's still very young. He's only played about 65 games. (laughs) Point B. Mate, he played his 50th game earlier this year. It's gross. So, their names, right? There's about 10 names of blokes who have been in and out of the side and have gotten us to where we are and realistically... They have played next to no games. Yeah, they're coming in green as anything, and they've held up. They've done. They've played their played their role. Look at the, look at the kind of comments we had on Harry Marsh halfway through the year. How do you drop a bloke like that? Yeah, yeah. How did we drop him? Yeah, he was playing unbelievable football, and I think that's a really good sign of where things are going. I don't think that that's the end of the conversation. When it comes to what's happening upstairs, and not only in the box, but I'm talking about at an organisational level, uh, but I think that there are some real there's some really promising talent there at Sydney at the I'm, moment I'm that we very, can build on.
2: I'm very I'm very happy with how the list is sitting. We're yeah. definitely in that window. We've got those players starting to get into that sort of twenty-one to twenty-four where they start to play some pretty good footy. Yep. Um and, yeah, I'm not worried about our list as such. And I feel, yeah, we're going to lose Hanabry, um and, and probably Gary Rowan as well. Yep. Um, but I think that's going to give us more flexibility to sort of go to the trade table, which we haven't done for a couple of years. Yep. Also, Tippett, C-
1: Tippett's contract finishes. That's it. Yeah.
3: I'd be interested to know what happens with Hanbury's deal. In terms of a trade, because I have a feeling that we'll other have to clubs, play part of it. Yeah, I don't think that other clubs mm. are going to be as happy to give him eight hundred thousand, no. which he's on. Well, St. Kilda will,
2: that, though. if he goes to St Kilda, that's that's the only for way him. he's yeah. leaving the Swans is if he someone's paying his whole contract. There's going to be no half paying. Yeah, i I've,
3: I've also heard that. Uh, through, uh, sorry, I should say, I've heard from a mate of mine. Oh, here we uh, go. A guy who I used to work with, Scotty, uh, at, uh, at Mercedes Benz Melbourne. <laughs> Name, Shane. shame. Scotty. Snuck Scotty.
1: Hope you Betty just knows, made himself 500 bucks.
3: <laughs> 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 you'll, you'll see a man in A class this weekend, boys. <laughs> no, so Scotty uh, is pretty close with a few of the blokes on the inside at can Kilda. Ooh. Well, so I'm led to believe, at least, you know. So he says. Can can he's a car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has said that it's more or less a done deal. Like, it, there's already an offer in front of him that's been accepted, and it's all oh, all
1: there, over. There's red-redder.
2: no no doubt about that, Benny. So the way and they've got money to he, burn, they have
1: money to absolutely burn.
2: He goes into that exit meeting obviously on Tuesday, and he said, "I'm going to go. The offer's too good. It's 100 percent understandable, and I think anyone in their right mind would." Take a five-year deal at eight hundred thousand when his body's obviously not great, struggling with OP, and he's getting an offer like that put in front of him. Deeps, he's cooked. You gotta go. He's he, cooked.
1: If anyone gets put that put in front of them,
0: full preseason, we'll see how he goes. If if he can get one of them under the belt, he still might have a couple of good years left. In-
3: well, Tommy, it wouldn't have been an exit interview if he hadn't have already accepted an offer, would it?
1: Yeah. No, no, no! Actually, that's trade Trades, trades got to be done, Benny. No, they all have exit interviews at the end of the year, regardless of what's happening, to to discuss the uh, season. This yeah, season, you learn yeah.
2: something new every day. That's, that's it. Why do they call <laughs> that exit oh, interview? They just do. For <laughs> God's sake! have an exit, exit interview holiday. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 on, on your way out to Bali? <laughs> on your way out to Vegas? Um, yeah. Well, Hannah's. Regardless of, we don't know if that. Uh, we, the deal hasn't been done yet, so no, nothing's oh, been...
2: A trade's got to be facilitated. Yeah. That's he, the only way. He's contracted for another two years.
0: Exactly so. right. And, and... Who do you want? If it is... Uh, well, j- just before who I want. If yes, it please. is. <laughs> if it is, congratulations and well done to Dan hannabury yeah, on an outstanding so career for the Sydney Swans. 2012 Premiership player. Probably should have won the Norm Smith. Sorry, Ryan O'Keefe. Absolute champion blood and always will be.
2: Oh, he's got that bloods ethos, as we like to say down here at the True Bloods. Um, and the, my number one moment for Hanners has got to be that... Um, oh, who won the 50-50 out on the on the 50 in the yeah, grand final? It tapped it out Marty to Marty Matna won that 50-50. There's tapped it out to Hanners, And he's just... The boys get around me. Matner, Jeddah, Hanners, Yeah, awesome. That, that's great. And he, he's a Bloods legend and always will be. Yeah. That,
1: yep. That's my that's my moment as well. I think uh, you'd struggle to find a better Dan Hanabry moment than that. How he, about
0: the mark going back against Hale yes. in the first quarter? Oh, yes. Yeah. Special. Set the scene there. Special.
1: You, Absolutely. Tommy, you, you said to me, demands perfection on the on the training track. That's why
0: St Kilda want him. Yep. Is the leadership that he'll bring to what is an absolute rabble of an organisation with a bunch of confused kids who don't know how to play footy. Correct. He's going to straighten that place up so much. So who do you want?
3: Uh, I don't want anyone from St Kilda. Pick
0: five or Jack Stephen? I
3: wouldn't, wouldn't mind. It, it,
2: apparently, this- uh, I think pick four it may be. Yeah, pick four. Um, But... Apparently, they've said that's off the table, as far as they've said. And I've heard think... Jack Stevens off the table as well.
3: But to be honest, I don't know if I really want Jack Steven yeah. I, I think he's a great player. I think he's a great player. I think his work rate comes into question a little Freeway bit. Three way trade. Yeah, 100%. This is where another club gets involved. This is where we get someone else to just facilitate the trade.
0: Who's that someone else? Who, who do you like, Benny?
3: who do I like? Yeah. I think Gold Coast got a lot to offer at the moment.
0: Oh, yeah. And I also think that there's,
3: there's, yeah, I think this could absolutely form a part of a Port Adelaide deal as well for for Ooh. Jonas.
2: Well, like, I See, think that's that's our
3: fish to
1: land. Yeah. I, I want Jonas. I think I really
2: this provides a good Jonas. opportunity for us with Hanbury going out of that midfield wing position. Someone's going to be able to step up, up there whether it's a Mills gets some more time in there, Jones gets some, some more time. It's definitely going to be beneficial in a way there's pros and obviously
3: we're going to come to uh the plans for next year in the second seg and i'm really excited for that because i've got a couple of thoughts of my own deebs a couple of thoughts of my own. But just, cannot wait, Benny.
0: Just before we do that, also yeah. Gary Rowan, another one who has uh, requested a trade. And Boys,
3: think, I'm devastated. I'm absolutely gutted. One
2: of your men, Benny. He's one also, of my men
3: has requested a trade from the club. The Cobden boy wants to be a bit closer to his family, which is fair enough. Yeah, and that's, with and
2: everything that's gone on this year, it's and pretty understandable. They
3: yeah. are the thoughts from, uh, they are the words also from uh, Gary, Tom Harley. Rowan, Gary Rowan as well. Yes, but Tom Harley's saying, look, it's very understandable as to the year that he's had and why he'd want to be home. And we're willing to facilitate that request. Um, fortunately, Gary, I suppose for Gary's situation, he hasn't put in the best year. Um, I was having a chat with a couple of mates and they just put him in the bin. And I, I, I've, I feel really sorry for Gary. Yeah. I just think he has so much potential and, or had, I should say, because, you know, he's no spring chicken anymore. But I think there's actually I think there's still a lot of upside to Gary.
2: There's definitely some upside to Gary. Um, He just hasn't been able to put that consistency together this year, Um, and it's yeah, it's going to be disappointing to see him go. Um, Sort of the moment of Gary Rowan that sticks in my head.
0: Mark, Mark,
2: Mark, there's a few (laughs) with Gary. There's no doubt. No, it's 2011. It's for me. It's maybe one you don't remember. I think it, it was the 2000 and. 17 or 16 qualifying final against Geelong, uh, where we kicked the first seven goals. Yep. um, And he chased down someone in the back line. The prelim? Prelim. It was the prelim, prelim, yeah. yeah, Sorry, prelim, Tommy. Um, Chased down and kicked the goal. Yeah, punt road road in. Seven goals up, game's over. Was was it it Motlop? I I can't remember. um, That was
0: huge. I I do remember that. 2011 elimination final where we ran down Raph Clark and we uh, beat the Saints on a kick four. love that,
3: boys, boys, boys. Mads, I'm just gonna cut you off here because it doesn't matter. Whatever you're gonna say is not gonna be better than this. 2011 <laughs> down at Skilled Stadium when we began what is now the home away from home. Oh, we went for off, a run
0: from half back.
3: No McVeigh due to his family circumstances and the boys we we were not we were never gonna win that game. We were never meant to win that. And he took possession at half back, and he took the entire ground. He took about six bounces and then right at the end at full pace still put it through the middle of the big ones. Yeah, that was a special
1: day. That, that was, was a special, special day. day. That was an
3: amazing moment and I um, that to me, that was Gary Rowan. That's, yeah. when I think about it, I love Mark, Mark, Mark but that to me, that was him. That was him backing himself, running carry and even at full pace, just having perfect finish.
0: And if we think about uh, Gary's future going on beyond this year, wherever he ends up, he's—I I think he's stagnated a bit at the Swans in the last couple of years, yeah. and um, he's probably—it's just his not- lack
1: of consistency. That's all it is. No yeah, doubting his level of skill, he just hasn't been able to but string it all together. I, like you I, said, I, Dave. I think
0: his experience and knowledge and his acumen that he's going to bring to somewhere else will reinvigorate him, Geelong and he will be he will be a better player than he could have been if he were to stay with us
2: what's he worth Tommy
0: what's Gary worth that's a good question um, it,
2: it's got to be at least a sort of second rounder for me
0: yeah late second rounder probably mm, late, late yeah. I reckon
2: yeah
1: now it'd be a late
2: second rounder yeah, yeah. I'd be happy with that I'll take that that's
0: alright
1: and it's again a strong draft Really strong draft next year. So. Super draft, they yeah. reckon, Matt. Yeah. and we're not going I'd to enter. That.
0: We're not going to entertain the rumours of Parker and Lloyd going elsewhere. That's not going to happen.
1: Parker is a required player.
0: Stay boys, please. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to a break, and we'll be back with a bit more True Bloods after this.
3: You're listening to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast.
0: Welcome back to True Bloods. Now, on uh, True Bloods, as we always like to do, is a little bit of obscurity. And uh, the man who's got the obscure swan under wraps at the moment is Benjamin Andrew. And uh, what do you got for us, mate? Who's the obscure swan this week? What, you, what clues have you got for us?
3: Well, Tommy, I can't tell you who it is. That was- <laughs> <laughs> you buffoon. <laughs> I'm ready, Benny. Yeah, well, pretty much, look, this is going to be directed towards Dave's and Mads you can feel free to chip in at the end if and take the dregs, Tommy.
0: Righto, right You'll chime so, in when he's got it, A Bit of a, bit bit of a junk time
3: goal. <laughs> An obscure swan, but a well-known and highly decorated... Is it Nick ...AFL Duffy? superstar. It is not Nick Daffy.
2: <laughs> I reckon I know it. Really? Yeah, only from uh, previous fucking looking... Yeah, probably do then. Yeah, (laughs) I'll hold off, eh?
3: Yeah, good, good. Drafted by. Say again. Three clubs. No, check check the week. Could be different. No, no. Drafted to the Sydney Swans with the 1995 national draft. That's that's it. As a second round selection.
0: I got smashed for Stephen Carey. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> you've, you've gone outside the parameters yeah, here, going, Benny.
3: Listen here. No, no, no. 91 of the original parameters. 91 onwards. I, thought, I it, thought it was 2,000 I thought it was 2,000, 2000 to be 2000. honest. Anyway, but, uh, anyway, we'll go with it. it. We'll go with it. Yeah, probably. Who
0: cares? <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: we've gone through everyone after 2001. Let's do it. Drafted as a second-round selection after having two... Knee reconstructions, age 16 and 17. Tommy, okay. does that give it away for you?
0: No, not just yet. I wouldn't have thought so.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Struggled to get a spot in the side after his debut in 1997. He played four games that year and then, and then only six more in 1998. Not having the impact he'd have liked. So 10 games in total for the club, kicking two goals. It was rumoured that he was there, drafted to the club, in an effort to help another player want to stay. So we're talking about one player that was drafted, who wasn't so happy and was a bit homesick, wanted to head home. Another big name in football. Oh yeah, might have it. Head home. Alright, so that player wanted to head home. So they brought in... Our obscure one, in an effort to try and keep that player at the uh, at the club, but they but they, but they, I, was they, <laughs> they I, I think he so was they drafted tra- him, so they must have been mates, correct. Now he was then traded to the club he supported as a child, a Victorian side, which I'll reveal to you later.
1: Is it North Melbourne?
3: It saw no. It saw us receive the first round selection, number three overall, in the nineteen ninety nine draft. Uh, this player went on to make an immediate impact at the club with his ability to win the ball off half back. However, his disposal let him down, and his consistency had dropped off, causing him to be dropped halfway through his first year. He came back into the side and won a Rising Star nomination for 28 possession game against the West Coast Eagles at his new club. He played 182 games for this club from 1999 to 2007 and always played bloody well against us at ANZ. Ah, he plays for Collingwood. Mads has picked up on the clue. Now, the player that he was drafted to in an attempt to keep at the club was also traded to Collingwood. Obviously. As a strong key forward. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. I I know. So, hold on. That's, that's the not the obscure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know who that is, though. Anthony Rocker is yeah. the forward we Naturally. were attempting. Naturally. Assistant coach at the, the West club. Preston yep.
0: Lakeside Roosters currently. Jesus, Northern Footy League update.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not that Tommy's keeping tabs. (laughs) Our obscure swan was brought, was rumoured to have been brought to the club to keep this player, Anthony Rocker, at the club. They were both mates. They both went for Collingwood. They both finished their careers. Oh, well, they were both traded to Collingwood. But our obscure swan played 10 games for two goals, four games in 1998. Uh, sorry, in 1997 and six games in 1998 for two goals. <sighs> Collingwood champion, I would say. Like, very, very good player. Half back.
2: Oh. Half back, you said.
3: Yeah, I know. Well, don't hold back. I've got no more clues. Paul Curia. Bang on. Yes! Got him. <laughs> Mads. Nice, man. I didn't even know he
2: played for Sydney.
3: did I? <laughs> True, he did. 100, 100. Would never
1: have got it. 10 games. I am so happy with that.
3: Yeah, that's... Wait, that's, that's a is, good get. That's but... better than any get that Tommy's ever got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sit down, I mate. good get, mad. Sit down, <laughs> <Yeah>. Flanners. <laughs> Back in
0: your box there, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm he, stoked he, to have delivered that Nah nice Nice Mads That's he, really good Well done He and used good, to good, tear good, uh, us good apart Good obscure
3: Oh thanks your, your praise means a lot to me Tom <laughs> He used to tear us
0: apart at ANZ He
3: destroyed us at ANZ Destroyed us
0: He was a gun Licker Yeah he could play mm. He couldn't, couldn't stop Jason Ackermanis in the 2002 grand final No <laughs> No <laughs> Who's, who's counting <laughs> No one could
1: All right. So that
0: is our obscure swan, Paul LeCuria. Nice, Benny, and nice, Mads. Good get. Thank you. Reggie's? Rezzies. Go the mighty Rezzies. We're in the grand final, boys. How good's that?
2: Up the boys and the knee, yeah. The
0: apple boys. They've just walloped. Sure, the
3: Mate, walloped. Say, right, ever since Dave ca- Dave's came in, Mads, it's, it's been running all apple. It's all Neafle. It's, it's,
2: it's running stronger than apple. It is not. It, it is and the apple. But we, how's it going, Tommy? Oh,
0: we gave them a good old thumping, the Canberra Demons. Gave them a good thrashing. It was seven goal to oh, one. hiding. Third term that, uh, sealed our spot in the grand final. Gary Rowan, Harry Marsh and Darcy Cameron all dominated. Um, and yeah. What did po- D Cameron do? Uh, D Cameron kicked three goals and was named in the best. So okay. happy with that. Yep. Um, and so this Sunday at Fankhauser Reserve, the home of the Southport Sharks, Fank- who we will be playing Fankhauser. in the grand final. They defeated the Aspley Hornets by 37 points after a nine goal to three burst in the middle quarter. So the Southport Sharks, and the Sydney Swans at Fankhauser Reserve this Sunday at 1pm in the grand final. And you'll hopefully. Be, you'll be
1: flying up naturally.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll be, well, no, I won't. <laughs> Northern, Northern Footy League <laughs> is sending him <them> up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've got, got commitments this weekend, but I'll, uh, have a tune into the live stream on the Niaffle website or the Niaffle Facebook page. Um, you're a bit busy this weekend, are you, Tommy? Oh, a couple got, of things. I've got like. some,
3: got some commitments. Yeah. I oh, will. Uh, mm, swans. Here we go. Take, we'll take this one off air.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of things on. Um, but our history in uh, Reserves Grand Finals in the NAFL competition hasn't been so good. We've made the Grand Final – well, we've got there a lot of times, made the Grand Final – more times than anyone in Neaffle history since its inception in twenty ten, but we've never crossed that final hurdle and won a Niaffle premiership. Twenty thirteen say it one more time. Niafle, <laughs> Niafle. Uh twenty thirteen grand final lost the Brisbane Lions by it was eight points. Twenty fourteen lost to Aspley by two points, twenty sixteen Grand Final lost the Giants by four points, and last year, twenty seventeen grand final lost to Brisbane by three points. So close losses in four. Niaffle Grand Finals in recent years, so hopefully this time that's brutal, boys can uh, break their duck.
1: It's very similar to uh, to the. Series. Don't say it, mads. Don't say it.
0: Don't say it.
2: <laughs> I think a player Funny. to watch um, oh. coming up through the Neafil, um and showed a bit of form um, in the preseason was Riley Stotter. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, saw his name snagged a goal on the weekend. Yep. Um, really, really good. Skills very clean with the ball. I think he's someone who could slot in next year for sure.
0: Is Is play? playing? Uh, Colin, I will check that.
1: Continue
3: to
2: discuss I would have thought the fighter. So. I haven't heard any injuries. I really liked yeah. him this year. Uh, he's got him that. Uh, he,
3: yeah, sorry, go on, Dave.
2: Yeah, just that sort of dash off half back, yeah. that evasiveness, yeah. the ability to sort of yeah, just. Get Good hands. Our game, get our game going from half back. Um, yeah, definitely uh, an asset. Love for to for see sure.
0: more of Cole next year and Harry Marsh, both of those. And Dawson. Guys. Yeah, Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. Really like Dawson. Yep. Really, really, very, Very uh, stiff to get dropped for the elimination very final against st- the Giants, st- I would have
3: thought. Story of the year, Tommy. <laughs> French player stiff to get dropped at the Sydney Swans. It's like a Batuta article. <laughs> 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 it's, just a, it's just a meme now, mate. Uh, very um.
2: nice, Benny.
0: So just uh, checking on the stats here. Have we got a, a uh, appearance from Colin O'Reardon? Yes, he did play on the weekend and should take the field again in the Neafel Grand Final this Sunday oh, at you'd 110. Cra- you'd be crazy to leave him out. Oh, he'll be playing. Uh, Robbie Fox also should be in there. Harry Marsh. Uh, Riley Stoddard, as we mentioned before. Jack Mayborn was named best on ground on the weekend. And, Toby uh,
1: Pink, is he around? Or, no, he, is he injured?
0: Yeah, he didn't play on the yeah, weekend. Right. So, yeah, injured, unfortunately. Uh, James Rose will be playing as he always does in the Neafle. Because he, um, he can't perform at yeah, AFL out. level,
2: Benny. I what think he that? could be on the way out. Yep,
0: Possibly. Might be his last game in red and white. Could be. Um,
3: yeah, you know, you speak about last games in red and white uh, and you immediately think of Dan Hannabury, uh, Gary Rowan. And it's, a, it's extremely distressing to see those names talked about as leaving the club. We don't enjoy it. Uh, we're big fans of their work. Better to just make it that much easier to deal with if you knew that James Rose was also going to be a <laughs> part of a three-way trade <laughs> that was heading out the door.
0: Sorry, James. Sorry, sorry,
3: sorry Jimmy. Sorry, Rosie. <laughs> sure he's
0: <is> a ripping <laughs> You're blow. You're no good. Sure is a ripping blow.
2: <laughs> That's an absolute slap on the way out, isn't it? Real slap on the way out. <laughs>
0: Tad unfair, I would have thought. But but if you,
3: yeah, if no, I was a bit <laughs> harsh there. I
1: was a bit harsh. But if you had your choice, Paddy McCartan or James Rose, who do you take? Oh, James
3: Rose, because we've already got him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to entertain the fact that we might be bringing might have to give something up to bring in a spot.
0: <laughs> so the Neafull Grand Final this Sunday, one pm at Fankhauser Reserve. Uh, let's let's jump straight into the tips with that one. Uh, and Swans versus Southport. We're tipping the Swannies break our duck in the Neafull Grand Final.
3: It's been a uh, it's been a dominant season by the Southport Sharks, Tommy. It has, but stuff them
0: absolutely. And we we
3: do we knock them off
0: uh, earlier in the off final. No, they op-
1: knocked us off, I believe.
2: Yeah, I think
0: they might year. have been one of our only losses for the year.
2: Well, in that uh, that slow start to the season in the Neafull boys,
3: back when we weren't fully paying attention, when we didn't have we, <laughs> we didn't, didn't have, have, have our, we didn't have <laughs> fly, Flanners, the uh, the boundary rider. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I'm absolutely backing the boys in for sure. Oh, you got to back bit him. Of, bit of AFL experience in there now. So You've
2: got a few AFL-listed plays in there, a bit of AFL experience as well. Boys should get it done pretty comfortably. I'm going to go the Swannies by uh, five schnags.
0: Well, historically, these grand finals have been quite close, so I'm going to stick with that. Swanies by 10 points because Southport have been the strongest side in the home and away season in the Niaffle this year. Swanies by five points. James Rose kicks a goal after the siren. Love that,
3: yeah! <laughs> to, to cement a contract offer, oh, really. That was that was some seriously strong eye contact there, Matt, from uh, from across the pa- from across the bench. Uh, yeah, hey, look, I'll I'll back that for sure. James Rose kicking the winning goal. I haven't got any other predictions right this year, so I might, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I might as well keep that going. Actually,
0: it was round seven earlier this year when we last played Southport, and it was the Sydney Swans. 20 goals, 11, 131, defeating Southport. 6-7, oh, wow. 43 by 88 points at the SCG.
3: is how many how, how many did Rose kick?
0: Uh, Rose kicked four that day. <laughs> <laughs> Give him
3: nine years, 10 mil. (laughs) We're going to lock this guy down. He's going in my multi this weekend for 30 plus and three.
0: So we are all tipping the Swannies for the Niaffle Grand Final on Sunday at 1pm at Fankhauser Reserve. If you're up in Queensland, if you're nearby, just get down there and support the boys. Get in your red and white gear and get down to Fankhauser. And uh, get around the boys. Uh, other games should going they on. get around the boys though, Tommy? Oh, just get around the boys. Get, get around, around them. The um, other <laughs> other games this weekend in the AFL. Uh, our season's sadly done, but uh, there's still more games to go. Semi-final one Friday night, seven fifty pm. Hawthorne versus Melbourne. Huge. Massive game.
3: Massive. I'm going to both games this weekend. I'm that excited to throw the D-scarf on. It the is... ultimate
2: footy fan, Benny.
3: How throw the, the D-scarf on. D- mate, finals footy. It's like blokes who who say they only watch playoffs. Yep. I'm one of those people. Thru- right? I love playoffs in the NBA. I just think it's awesome. There's just something about it. Finals
0: footy, I'm all for it. But throw the D-scarf on, though. That's that's the... Yeah, mate, stop a bit now, short of that. No, no, no. Yes. No. No. Totally you listen,
3: no. no, no, no. Now... Think back to when we had Eddie on from the debrief. I told a story. I have been to more Melbourne games in the last 10 years than probably half the people that are at their games because my brother is a diehard D's fan. All his mates are. All my mates are. I've got a real soft spot for the D's. And as far as I'm concerned, for the next three weeks, it's go D's.
0: I haven't worn any Carlton apparel for 17 years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that you're actually willingly bringing that up. And realistically... <laughs> I think I probably could have guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, the next couple of weeks, it's go D's. It's go D's. They're, they're riding right
0: the lightning. Yeah, I guess out of all the teams remaining, they're the ones I'd most like to win the uh, the whole thing. Yeah, look, Knock off Richmond. Most, the Grand most
2: like to win, Tommy. And also, they've got the game to take it up to the, the big they dogs do. of the competition. They do. Tom McDonald. Dude, good player. Wasn't it's, wasn't his first half unbelievable. Mate, against he's the a gun. He's a gun. And it's he
0: nice unearthing and, and just a new key forward that kicks three and has twenty two and hundred and twenty odd super coach Jeez, points. We Sam Wiedeman had one of them.
2: Yeah, he's, he's show, Tommy um Tommy McDonald's definitely shown that before, but he's just that player that gets thrown around a little bit. Um but yeah, I was surprised. I think he's nearly kicked forty odd goals this season. Mm. Um, very damaging. He's had a breakout. Yeah. Um, the inclusion of Viney was massive on the weekend. Um, nine tackles in the first half. I think it was Benny George. Um, he was he was an absolute bull in there. Um, I thought he might have faded out in that second half, but he's just in and under hard. Great football at watch tough. inside me, that,
1: that shows the kind of player he is because, again, he's been hampered by injury all year. And we talk about bringing underdone players in, boys, but he seemingly has not missed a
3: beat.
0: So why, why is the main reason that you think Melbourne's going to win, boys?
3: I was not that impressed by Hawthorne last week. I think the Tigers' pressure actually got to them. and I actually, Tigers, though? Hey uh, it
0: is the Tigers though. Yeah, and absolutely. The absolutely.
3: A yeah, brand. they're they're playing pretty hard, tough pressure yeah. footy. Yeah. And if they can get on top of the Hawks in terms of um their their pressure, they start to limit the effectiveness of uh of the the foot skills, um, and I suppose general quality skill of the Hawks, which is their is their go to. Yeah.
2: It's it's game style for me. Um the way they they can absorb pressure up back now. Yep. Um, and also run forward in numbers, take those big marks up forward. Um, I think they've just got the most dangerous game um, to take it up to Richmond.
1: They've got key guys in there as well that I feel know how to get it done, particularly Jordan Lewis. Um, he's somebody I saw the debrief posted something today, just about just the, the mentality and the mindset that he has that he would be sharing with the group, I think, has a lot to do with it. As well as what you've said, Debs. Agree completely. It's game style. They play a very, very, very similar brand to to what Richmond are playing at the moment. Obviously, probably hit the
2: scoreboard a little bit harder than Richmond, I reckon. Melbourne, when yep. they sort of get going, it's, Once
3: it's on, one after yeah. the other. Yep. Yeah, it's relentless,
0: for sure. McAvoy and Gorn is absolutely massive um, to the outcome of this game. But I, I think the main reason that Melbourne probably get over the line is, one, Sicily's got a bit of a hand issue um, and they need their back six to be firing. With Wiedemann, as I just touched on there, coming in is just massive to find that in a final, just out of nowhere, you get a guy like him popping up and, and becoming a thorn in the opposition side. Add that to Hogan and McDonald, I just think that uh, key forward marking power, Hawthorne probably don't contain that if Melbourne get enough inside 50s, and I think they will with the likes of Oliver and Brayshaw and um, Petrarca and Co, um firing up. Viney, as you mentioned before, their midfield's good enough to take Hawthorne's down, Petrarca and as got... it's gone, to take down McAvoy.
1: Petrarca got a bit of a clip this week. I think Lloydy called him... Uh... Hollywood or something like that. Yeah, so he is. He, He's a showman. Yeah, he didn't, but... He's wasn't not the greatest showman. Did, That's yeah. funny. <laughs> but he is a showman. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't light the world on fire in the first final, so you'd look look at him to bounce back in a big way as well.
2: How old would Petrarca be now? Track probably 22, 22. Yeah, I was going to say one say. or two.
3: Yeah. Maybe, Maybe
2: 23. It's, it's definitely stage to put in a good one in a big game. Yeah. Make his yeah. mark. I think we... You sort of called for it last, last week, week yeah. um, Tommy. But, um, yeah, hopefully the... You don't teams... want to have two
1: mayors in a row.
2: You don't. Was it a mare on the weekend? Oh, I, didn't watch I wouldn't have that said clothes. it was a not yeah. He wasn't,
1: he
0: wasn't he electrified. Anywhere, anywhere near He, needs to, he yeah.
3: needs to be a game-breaker. Yeah. And if yeah. he's not, it's... Yeah, because he's tricky. not
2: your accumu- accumulator. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's got to be... Uh, explosive. Explosive, exactly.
3: I think Melbourne will also be exposed... Uh, by Clarko. I think Clarko is a much, much, much better coach than Simon Goodwin. With uh, different leagues.
1: Completely yeah. different
2: Don't leagues. Don't disagree with that. Um, But Clarko has sort of said he, they're sticking to their system. Um, they're not going to come out and try something... Brand new, like as was talked about in the media against Richmond. That's um, such a Clarko thing to yeah, say though. Stick and, then, to the system.
1: and then come
3: out and do something. Yeah, throw say. something out <laughs> there. I, think, I, think key, I think the key for Hawthorne, you've got to stop a guy like Isaac Smith. And when you think about it, that's what Richmond did last week. Yes, Smith still had, I think, over twenty touches, but he never had that opportunity to run and carry and and I think he got get the ball his, a lot deeper. Get his metres gained. Yeah. You know, when he's out in a paddock, he's arguably the most dangerous bloke in the comp because he can kick so far and it's so penetrating. Great kick at goal. His metres gained, he's just out of control. It's, and
2: a, it's a consistent theme when playing Hawthorne. It's always stop Isaac Smith. Yeah, That's
3: absolutely. He's nearly he, the first thing you think of. You can't really stop a guy like Mitchell from giving a bit of a handball out. You can't stop a goal like O'Meara. O'Meara has hit form at the right time of the year. He's playing pretty well. Um, But Smith, you shut down Smith and you give yourself a very, very good swing at the Hawks.
0: So who wins by how much?
3: Uh, It will be the Ds by four goals. Ds by two goals.
0: I think the
2: Ds by plenty. Yeah. I reckon, um, yeah, they're going to run over the Hawks. They sort of, I think, the Hawks gave it their best go in the first half against the Tigers, and I reckon they're out of petrol tickets. It's, uh,
0: Hawks out in straight sets is yeah. the sweetest yeah, thing. it is. nice. Eight-goal eight nice. win
2: for the Ds.
3: Oh, the sweetest <laughs> thing.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, Ds for me as well. Uh, five goals. Uh, semifinal it's a grand two. old
3: flag, Tommy. Is that what you're telling
0: us? Oh, it is a grand old flag. There's no scarves involved. No but scarves. <laughs> but but uh, it is a grand old flag. Pies versus Giants, Saturday, 7.25 p.m. At yeah. the G.
1: Now, Benny... You're on the Ds. I'm on the Pies, actually. And I've been a notorious hater of the Pies, but I reckon that would be a great story if they can just come back. After all the turmoil with Buckley last year, if they can come and win a flag, I think that'll be the sweetest thing, to I be th- honest. Well,
2: as I've said previously before on this pod, um, the way they have been able to consistently perform this year with the amount of talent they've had out of that yep. team has been unbelievable. Easily made the top four. You would argue um, that that will hurt them, though. Oh, you, you know, do, and way. it's always going to be the question mark. Um, mm. And with the Giants sort of playing some pretty impressive footy against us um, last week, um, I think my ticket is with the with the Giants. But um,
3: Daves, they're two and twelve at the G, mate. They're, they're
0: they're two and twelve. They're in really good nick, though. Yeah, really good nick right now. They're
3: where they should be.
1: They're, they're coming, where they should I,
3: be. I, all I reckon. Year. reckon I, I I think it's very dependent on on how and gold finding some good form in a in a in a hurry but mate if we're talking about we're talking about Collingwood that love playing on the G their their game is suited to it uh I'm not saying that GWS isn't but they don't play at the G they've been in the comp now for how many seasons 2012 yeah. Yep. Sixth season, they played 12, 12 games.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm just not a believer of the ground thing.
3: Um No and you know what? When I'm talking about a side like ours, like Sydney, yeah, for sure. West Coast have got a shocking record. They're probably the closest I come to. I'm like, eh. Ah. But realistically, mate, I just think that the GWS I'm not saying they won't win. I'm saying they can't. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if they pulled it out, because I agree, they are in great nick, but I just think that Collingwood on the G are going to be too strong. I think them. guys like Hoskin,
1: Elliott,
2: Stevenson, I think are going to go berserk. I just I just rate the star power of the Giants. They're, the running power
0: every, of Whitfield and Shield and every, Everywhere
2: you look, there is a superstar. Um, yep. And if they can get that knack of everyone working hard both ways and Chasing, tackling, just playing that finals-type footy. I can't really say the game on the weekend was a finals-type footy. They sort of just ran over the top of us. Um, But if they can find that little bit of grit and work a little bit harder the other way, they're going to be hard to stop.
0: We talk about at the Swans how we have a heavy reliance on kicking to Buddy. Collingwood's got something in their forward half where it doesn't matter if they've got a heavy reliance on him because he's two foot taller than everyone else in the game. So Phil Davis has got his hands full this weekend with Mason Cox. I reckon... If he can pull out four or five, Mason Pies will win.
3: He's the X factor, isn't he? Yeah, yep.
2: he definitely needs it He's after it. last week, though. He's a bit average. Yep,
0: yeah, yeah. Would that be his first final? I was uh, about to say. And, um, and West Coast is a worse matchup yeah. for him because Yo and McGovern Much and these worse. these types yeah. are a bit hectic. Yeah, and to deal with.
1: Yeah, too athletic, far too athletic for yep. him to to be able to. Phil Davis contest. is 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 a
3: fantastic defender as Great we alluded player. to earlier. Yeah. I don't think that. The GWS backline is anything to no anything no. noteworthy. No. I think you talk about seeing a lot of star star names on their list, and I completely agree, Debs, But I think if there's anywhere there uh, lacking depth, it's key defenders. Wholeheartedly yeah, agree. Yeah. yeah,
2: definitely agree. Um, you've sort of you pro, you've got Davis and probably Nick Haynes. They're probably the two main yeah. ones down there. Um, both pretty good players, but um.
0: And if Mason clunks him, he kicks straight. If he doesn't clunk him, he brings it to ground for, as you said, Hoskin, Alex, and Stevenson's yeah. and Degoe's. So pies by 10 points for me in a great game.
3: Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree. I think it'll be pretty close. I'm going to go for three kicks, and I'm going to say Jordan Degoe. Four
0: goals. Yep. Big Masson kicks five, Gun. I reckon. Likely.
2: Uh I'll go against the the Grain and I'll go the Giants um, to run into a third consecutive prelim.
3: I'm looking forward to calling you a damn fool next week. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, 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 unlike you, Benny, I've hit a few predictions this year. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> quite quietly confident.
3: Yeah, good, good
1: gags. Oh, I love that. Mads? Yeah, Collingwood by three goals.
0: So it is... The D's, the Pies, and the Neafyls. Well, not not the Pies all round because uh, Deebs has gone for the Giants, but it's the, the idiot has tipped it, the GWS Giants. It's the it's the. Uh, it's oh, the, I Di- hope the
2: Giants win now. Yeah, I know. It is the D's all <laughs> I'm round, sweating.
0: and it is the Neafyl Swans to get up in the Neafyl Grand Final against Southport Sunday at one pm. That's going to be a beauty. Uh Before we go, let's just touch on next year. We'll do a full review of uh the a bumper season review. A bumper season review next bumper. week. Um, and we'll get stuck right into it when the, the emotion of, uh, the Saturday, Saturday's loss isn't so raw. Uh, and then we'll look towards the trade period and, and the off season and next year. But, um, just quickly before we go, we'll touch on what, on an, in an overall summary sense, what do you think are the main things that we have to, um, do looking towards next year to challenge for another premiership?
3: Oh, I don't like that you've come to me first, Tommy. Um, I'll take. i throw it. Open to the look, floor. I've
2: already sort of brushed on it already at the start, but I I, I think there is something going wrong in our midfield. Um, I, th- I haven't got the, the statistics in I know front what's of
3: me. Going on. Um, oh the Messiah over yeah, here. Jeez, get look, a load I'll of love this. that. Hey?
2: Um, but yeah, we we've been down on contested pill this year. Um, I think that's something to look at. Um, obviously the re- high reliance on the back six, and just how many inside 50s we concede. And I think that comes from the midfield. If your midfield's on top winning clearances, you're not going to be conceding as many um, inside 50s. And Mm. the key one, which is the reliance on Buddy, just a few more avenues to go. Um, But I think that the catalyst starts from the midfield.
1: And I think all of that can be resolved very easily. Hit me, uh, Mads. How, Mads? Through coaching.
2: So you think it's it's an issue from the top? Absolutely. Fish this shots this is
3: a great trailer for next week. Fish Mads, at the just head. And I will
1: be calling. going through this to next week. We need a new coach. John Longmire has been absolutely sensational in his time with the Swannies. He did his tutelage under the great Paul Rose. Won a flag. We've not been able to do anything since 2012. And he's not going to take us to another flag. So I just Still. want to leave it at that.
3: Yeah.
0: Strong words. Very yeah, strong very words. Strong. Very strong words. I'm a bit rattled, actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you.
3: I don't. Well, Debs, I've got to follow that. I've got to follow that. So I think back in terms of that conversation, and I look forward to diving this, into this next week in our bumper season review. Um, I think back to the conversations we had about whether or not he's the right person to take us forward. And I'm still not convinced. But I'm also... I'm sitting in the middle. I'm not convinced that he is, but I'm not convinced that he isn't. Uh,
2: On the fence. Ben. Yeah,
3: 100%. Midfield pressure, I definitely agree with. Because it shouldn't be leaked as easily as it is into the back line. I think one of the things that absolutely has to change... Is our conceded inside fifties. When it comes to Bud, I think it's less about going to how often we go to him as it is about how we go to yeah, him. Yeah, correct. Realistically, yeah. we just keep Buddy bombing him, putting it on his head.
2: And he's not the contested mark. No, no, no he never game. was.
3: And credit to him, he's improved, but he's still he's yeah. not like he's not a contested grab. Right, we need to be a lot smarter but, about how and we just use in, him in modern. Um, um, when we do that, though, Deebs, we, we're going to become a much more aggressive side, a much more attacking side. But I also uh, wanted to make note that I'm really the one thing that I'm taking out of our loss to JWS, the positive, is that hopefully we can just get an earlier start on preseason. Yes. And we can have a full crack at a preseason with a full list that's healthy, that's ready to go. And we can hit 2019 with a bit of a jog on. Can I I just say? You may. With
1: the bombing it towards Buddy, we've noted that, I would say, every single week on this show. Surely, if we can realise that, then the coaching staff can realise that. and, And can make a directive to not bomb it in to lower your eyes and to hit Ben Ronk on the chest, to hit Will Hayward on the chest.
2: It's it's just the way football is played now, and this isn't talking Sydney specific. Yeah, the way defence is set up and how it's, it's not one-on-one, it's normally a zone defence, and if there's a high ball, someone else is going to come in and third man. Exactly That's right. what I mean. So why, why, exactly why, right, why, why does oh, it consistently it. happen? Oh, I I don't know, Madsen. And... Because it's poorly
1: coached. Um, Tommy, what do you think?
0: I'm going to take a different sort of tact. Um,
3: Gee, that doesn't surprise anyone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot of it is down to the vibe around the place. You look at Richmond at the moment and you see footage from their training sessions and and photos from their training sessions, and there are so many people around those boys, getting around the boys, and I've said that phrase a couple of times. Getting around the boys. But um, there, there there are so many people involved with the Richmond Footy Club that aren't players, that have such a vested interest day to day and take a lot of their own days, uh, time out of their own days to just put their positive vibes into the club. I wonder whether, because I I have a look at some of the photos and footage that comes out of training, I feel like... A lot of closed sessions. A lot of closed sessions, and I feel like that exactly right. That's what I'm talking about. The boys are on their own a lot, I feel like, up there. And I think we need more of that, just good vibes around them, motivating them, just general camaraderie.
1: More Kenny's, that, you reckon?
0: More more Kenny Williams's, exactly right. More people like him that are there every day, really amping up the mood and, um, you know, keeping the boys upbeat and happy all at all times. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not there every day, so I don't know this, but just from what I see at the outside, what Richmond does really well is that, other than tactically on field, they get their vibe right at all times during the footy season. And, uh, well, they have for the last two years anyway. So, just a bit more of That's that a sort very of good stuff. Point.
3: I like it, Tommy. It's, it's bit a, very a bit, good a bit point. of an off field one.
2: Yeah, and it's something. Culture, even, dare I say. It's something we should have. It's not like you we've. Say, where, I think what Tommy's talking about oh, comes goodness. with success. On the back of success, obviously, Richmond being been the best team of the last sort of two years, um, but we are still a, a, a well-performed side and there's no reason we shouldn't have those type of vibes around the place. So Correct. Very, very
1: spot on, Debs.
0: And we, we'll get stuck into a lot more of that in the bumper season bumper, review uh, next Bumper week. season
3: review. Go on,
2: Debs. Bumper season review. That's what we're talking
0: about. (laughs) But until then, this has been True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast, and that is it for another week. Calm the mighty bloods for this Sunday afternoon in the Neafil Grand Final. And also make sure you check us out on all the social channels, iTunes, Wooshka, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks to Ben Andrew, Dave Baxter, and the returning Madison Clark for being here once again. Bloody happy to be here, boys.
2: Madison, Benny, Tommy, always a pleasure.
0: Never a chore, Debs. Never a chore, Benny. (laughs) My name is Tommy Flanagan. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week on True Bloods. Up the Swannies.
3: This has been a Podular Media production.